before we get started. Zay, tell everybody what we supposed to do. Like, share, subscribe, what you want podcast on all social media platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Before we go, man, we want to shout out, man. Rest in peace to DMX, man. Mm-hmm. Earl Simmons, man. Hey, man. Through all my youth, man, I've been listening to your music, man. You helped me get through a lot of different things out there, man. We just want to pay homage to you, my dude. Where my dogs at? Hey, where my dogs at, for real. <laughs> listening to you, man, all of your albums, man. You gave a lot of those games coming up, man. And you let us know you did it with passion, man. You did it with grace and respect. Everything that you went through, regardless of how everything went through, you know, everybody had their things they got to go through in life, man. At the end of the day, man, we respect you and your art. So it's much love, my dude. Definitely listen to slipping like 30 times. Man, if that wasn't a jam. What was y'all favorite DMX song right there? We'll get that book. Right across from me. Who is this here? K. Corinne and to my left. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, She Chef Keish, a.k.a. Nacho Mama Punch. Ah. And it's your boy, Zay Major. We in the building. And together we make up the What's Your Own Podcast. Now back to what we was talking about with old Earl. Go ahead with Just me. right quick, your favorite song? Man, it's slipping all day. Oh, day. definitely yours too, favorite. Definitely slipping. Yeah, definitely slipping. He has some joints. You can listen to a lot of his yeah. music. I like Get At Me. I like... Uh, listen, it's so many. I can't name one. And his features be ridiculous. Like what these bitches want from a nigga. Mm. Mm. So why you like this? That was a hit. And I, uh, I will say my favorite though is What's My Name. Yeah, I mean, he yelled through that whole song. Yeah, he he didn't play no shit. games. I can't think of the name of the song that introduced him though. That when I was listening to him, it was DMX. Hold on, that. Here comes the boom. That was my song, too. Oh. Here comes the boom. Here comes the boom. Oh, hell no. I'm for that You older than everybody at this motherfucking table. You motherfucking right. Check it out. I love the song with X, Ja Rule, and Jay-Z, man. That's where I first got introduced. I really, really was catching up. Do it a little bit. I don't know. I'm going to play it for you, too. Five years, I found my... That's the best I can't believe you don't know Here Comes the Boom you heard but it was a big like basement party song when I was Facts. growing up <laughs> I didn't do any basement parties last basement party I went through it was in a gunfight <laughs> so I ain't went to no more basement party you is tripping I can't believe you it's you should know what the Apple music I was just gonna say Apple music yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's go. Here comes the boom. Boom, man. Bouncing. Oh, that's why y'all like y'all Still a party, You can throw this on at any club. It, it, it's in the whole club. Or well, at any light. <laughs> so, Rocky, you have heard it. Yeah. <laughs> Barely, but, bad, yeah, yeah, they'll just see y'all bounce. No, I really want to pay no attention to the song on that one. Motherfucker, rip your butthole out of place. What? Yeah. It's a dirty job, but I just love doing it. Okay, I'm trying to go ahead. Okay. <laughs> it's getting crowded. We about to have a talk. We don't own the rights to this music. We don't own the rights to this music. Be it makes them do. Right. Be it family does, now thanks to Jay-Z. Right. And Beyonce, that was some dope shit. Yeah, that was dope. What they bought is masks and gave they, it to them. Uh, took, gave it to his eyes. Gave, gave it to his It's murder. It's our motherfuckers ready to watch. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
You gotta love them though. You know what I'm saying? DXX is dope as hell. Not one song let you down. I promise you. There's a whole section on Prime Video right now that says paying honor to DMX. Leia was like, so he ain't just in the background? Like, he's a main character in movies? Like, yes. Like, wow. yeah, because you know her generation don't know. But, yeah, like, the man know. was extremely was talented you know, across the board. You know, X was the type of dude, type of rapper. He wasn't out there false bragging about what the hell he got and what he ain't got and mm-hmm. rolling and Nah, man, he kept it gutter. He kept it street to the day he left. He him, told man. real life stories. He kept stories. it relatable. Yeah. He told real life stories. You know stories. what I'm talking about? So, you know, respect the buddy, man. How he get out there, man. I heard stories about how buddy used to come over to Cabrini Green, just hang out with just yeah. him and a couple guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I heard a story about how he just be over there kicking it like he was one of the guys. Used to leave tickets for cats over there to come check him out when he when he uh doing his little concerts. Like, mm-hmm. But he was a real dude. You know, his uh, tour DJ was from here. So he was here a lot. Yeah, that was it. That, that's what he said. Like, my buddy was talking to me about this yesterday. And he was talking about how frequent he was in town. He was like, he'd be in town doing any other type of business. And he'll come through and come kick it with folk. Mm-hmm. Like, like, dude, that's the type of dude he is trying to bum niggas for free weed reefing and shit. <laughs> trying not to pay for weed, but catch again to him because he was a player type dude. Like, he was on some real shit. He wasn't, in, he wasn't over there trying to show nobody up. Wasn't around there, folks wasn't around there trying to rob him neither because they respected his swag. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of cat. That's how he carried himself. Like, you never really saw X with an entourage. You never saw him around there going nowhere where he was the type of nigga like, he got a million cats behind him. He was on some real braggadocious shit. Like, mm-hmm. that wasn't Buddy. Buddy moved like a real nigga. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <coughs> and that th- everybody respected him. That's, that, that's how you too. get the respect, though. Like, yeah. one thing, I ain't never saw nobody get out their body with that. You might want to rap against him, but you ain't get out your body with him like you see the rest of these cats do, even to the days of his later years. Mm-hmm. Cats didn't disrespect dude, because dude coming. He was a real dude. And, you know, that's where the respect coming in rapping. When you a street dude, and it's one thing to hear about the raps that cats flossing their chains and they whips and they bras and doing their things and popping their bass pool, but you know how many niggas really out here in the streets really on that? And X really kept it hood. He kept it street, kept it gutter to the level of the real street niggas that ain't out here doing it like you cats doing it. That's praying on them niggas that's out there letting us know what you got in your pocket. You did. So I respect Buddy and how he moved, man. I respect the man. I respect the spirituality even through everything that he went through. Yeah, he definitely made it cool to pray. He made it extremely cool to stay, to keep his heart in in a spiritual realm. Keep where his focus was on God. Because that's one thing he he never lost. He didn't. No matter what he did out here, man. That's why I think a lot of his stuff is torn, too. A lot of him... A lot of his, his inner self was torn because yeah. of the life he was living and the life he knew he should have been living according to where mm-hmm. his heart was. And it was hard for him, man. I, I was telling my, my brother the other day, you know, I never really saw a picture of DMX where he actually had happy in his eyes. No. I've never seen a picture where he actually looked at peace. Mm-hmm. And that's difficult for a man who had the world at his fingertips at one point in time. He was the man right. for at least... Four years, he was the man. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen a picture where Buddy was, he looked happy. 
And as far as the acting, that transitioned out of the way. When I was looking through those movies, the last movie was like 2019, like yeah. two years ago. Like, not even back in the day. Like, he was actually had a lot of parts over the years, like 20 parts, all the way up until a couple years ago. Yeah. So, that was yeah, it's on, he, um, it's on Prime Video. Um, he, <laughs> they said he finished his album right before he died, too. So he should have a new one coming out if they release it. I don't oh, know if they're going to do it or not. Huh? So That's great. That's he, um, they, yeah, they said he did get a chance to finish it. And he did a um, he did a feature on a newer artist song. And if that newer artist was like, man, let me find out on the last feature he did before he passed away. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's crazy. But he, you know, I seen the um the, epi- the episode of Wendy Williams when he was on there or whatever. And um, he told Wendy Williams, it's like, so, you know, um, when you went to prison, did you like, she was basically asking him, did he find uh, more religion when he went to prison? He was like, no, I never lost it. He was like, I knew God before I went. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it wasn't nothing that he found while he was in prison because he went to the feds. He knew God before he went. Because, you know, one of his songs, you remember he did a prayer at the beginning of the song. Mm-hmm. So, um, she was just asking him about stuff like that. And he told her, he was like, I was afraid to come on your show because you like to try to, like, put people on blast. You know what I'm saying? I ain't with that. He was like, I knew you before you knew you. You know what I'm saying? So, him and Wendy Williams, they they had a, um, they knew each other for a long time. And she was like, you know, she had to humble herself with that dude because, you know, DMX ain't going. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I didn't know that he actually talked the same way he rapped. I didn't know he talked like that. Yeah. yeah that raspy voice. Many, um, and he got a little baby, too. Like, he, his little baby is, like, five or something like yeah, that. He got a little baby person. Four. Four now, now, yeah. at first it was saying that he had 15 kids, which is 17. what I knew about. But, right, the 17, 17 is a number that just started getting dropped. Because all the way up until he Probably one of the ones that popped up. At, at, I was going to because like the up until his death, it was... Notably 15. 15. So the other two post death, I guess, you know, some people came out that, you know, hadn't been made public. But yeah, his his youngest child is only four yeah, years old. I, I actually think the four year old when he did mm-hmm. the show, when he did Wendy Williams, he actually showed the, the little bitty one because him and his mama were still together. So they was like engaged or whatever like that. But I think know. he was still technically engaged to the mama. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, him still. and the mama was engaged. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's terrible that he gone, but you know, and and people praise people a lot more when they did, and it's crazy that they do it like that. Mm-hmm. That's why I had that yeah. saying that like. Well, he was getting a resurgence, man. They, people were really trying to, because he was looking healthy when he did the verses with Snoop. He was sticking in the snicker, and, he, and he was he, genuinely it, enjoying the embrace of that. Mm-hmm. And it looked like he was turning that corner because he had a song like you were saying with one of them young cats. I can't remember which one it was. I apologize. I'll look it up after the way we might put it in on the show, but he was coming out then like he was getting ready to transit for that album you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And I guess this happened, you know. And it's sad because he 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 looked so healthy. He, he was looked, super healthy. He and looked, that's what Wendy was saying. She was like, You got broad shoulders, your face a little chubby. She was like, No disrespect. She was like, You look great. And he do he did. But he was fresh he was fresh out. He kept that weight on which is a great thing, which lets you know he wasn't trying to be bothered, like being bothered with the drugs and stuff like that. But I mean, they saying that he had a heart attack because of that, and don't quote me on that guy. I don't believe that. You know what I'm saying? People yeah, gonna man. say what they want to say, but um, you know, it is what it is, man. Like right. he helped a lot of us and our youth. So right. absolutely, I appreciate him, man. I appreciate the legacy that he left, man. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, man. All your flowers right here with us, man. Right here on the what you own, man. We appreciate yes, you, my dude. 
And we ain't gonna talk about it. Hey. Like, my guy. It is Ow. what it is. You heard. This girl right here need a chiropractor. You heard that neck? It did pop. And on and that note, <laughs> um, so today, mm-hmm. so yeah, we, we just couldn't do a normal show and just bypass the passing of DMX. So now that we've Hey, um, Mitch will probably do it on some occasions going forward, especially after his album comes out. I'm sure there'll be a lot of news to follow. But on today, we're going to talk about a few things concerning police brutality. We have several stories coming out of the news from the officer that was maced down to the young man who lost his life. Um, we also going to get into our favorite segment, Can't Make This Shit Up. And then we're going to segue all that into a serious conversation on whether or not we will see the end of police brutality during our lifetime. We're talking about maybe the lifespan the lifetime of a millennial or a generation X or hopefully it's not even a conversation and we'll see if a generation Z, you know, those are people born from ninety-five to two thousand five. Uh, hopefully somebody in two thousand five can get some justice, you know, fifty years from now. But we're just talking about during the lifetime of those who are now in our thirties and forties, will we even see it into things like this? So You know if uh, everybody was able to carry guns openly, I think a lot of the police shootings will go down because you don't never hear about nobody getting killed in South Dakota. I would just like to say, they say that in the South because when you come up with your gun as a police officer, they got their guns and you got to decide if it's worth your life. But here it's like, I got the gun, you got nothing. It's easy. I I, I do believe that. First, start off with this one in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Um, Dante Wright, 20 years old, shot by a female police officer yesterday Sunday um, in Minnesota uh, they said like 14 miles from where George Floyd um, was killed mm. so um, basically they was pulling him over because of a supposedly because of air freshener um, <laughs> hanging from his mirror mm. one thing led to another they said because he was on his way to the car while she got pulled over um, air freshener hanging from his window one thing led to another they tussling a little bit um, they put it seemed like they pulled out handcuffs to put them on him. He sits back in the car. She yells, "Taser, taser, taser!" And she fires, and he dies. And she fired one single shot. So with it, what and it was supposed to be a taser, mind you. Um, it's the difference between a taser and a gun. I don't know how many of you know that, but it is. <laughs> so, um, you can definitely tell apart a taser and a gun in the video. You can see. Clear as day that this is a black, whatever, nine millimeter or mm. 40, whatever it is she has, right? You could tell it's not a taser. The taser has yellow on it. So you could definitely distinguish the two. So I don't know how she mistakenly did that. Yelling taser three times, not looking down at your piece. I don't know how she did that, but it's it's a fucked up situation. And now we have another young black man dead, deceased because he's 20 years old. Oh my God, not even old enough to drink. And has a one year old. Wow. I mean, he was still a kid. That's, yeah. that's crazy. That's crazy because I have a, a child that's about to be 22. And y'all so. know the fucked up thing. She might get off because it's like a catch-22. In hindsight, he shouldn't have pulled away from her and got back in the car like he was going to drive off, which wouldn't have prompted her to pull, pull her weapon, weapon, which is fucked up. But So she more than likely going to get off just because of that. And then, the other thing I was wondering, there were other police officers there, right? Yeah. yeah. So I was wondering why no one told her. That's not just saying the taser. Y'all so not quick, looking they at wrestling all? with him. Yeah. Because if you're they, watching the video, they attention is wrestling with him. I yeah. noticed that. And she up like, taser, and, taser, taser. And, and, and then it was like, and, and then he got in and drove off. 
and crashed. And then police chief um, was saying that that he thinks is a he thought it was a mistake as well because as soon as that happened, she immediately jumped in to like help him. Well, you know I thought what I'm he saying? pulled off. As opposed he to, uh, he pulled on in the crash. As opposed so to, so at him. first they did it. So at first they just he let him shot go. Him. Yeah, because he's like he had the gunshot. Everybody was like, and he hit and the gas. Hit the and gas. Okay. And, and then you, she and was like, get, and you can hear her say, him. "I shot him." And then everybody was like, "You know what I'm saying?" So, <laughs> you can hear like it was like, like, "We know." It's like it's, we, she, we saw you shoot him. Right. It's, it's like <laughs> it wasn't intentional, but it's like you don't know the difference between your taste and your gun because one is bigger than the other one. So that's where it gets into the incompetence. Like it's not always. And you know evil. damn well your gun ain't yellow and black. Your gun ain't um your taser. You know damn well your. Taser is not all black. It's yellow and black. The taser I, lighter than the gun is too. So exactly. that's not gonna sound like the weight is the same. Like I never held a gun or a taser, but I would think the weight is different. No. The color is different. You never is. held a gun ever. Well, no, I never held a gun and a taser. I Meaning comparatively. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you held one. I've held one, not the other. Um. Well, you know she said she ain't that last week. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not handy, okay? I won't be ashamed. But yeah, it's a it's a fucked but up so yeah, situation. So yeah, think it's the incompetence of it. So like sometimes it's evil intentions, and sometimes it's she's so not fuck? handy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing my hands. Y'all gotta go to episode twenty-one to catch that. I'm sorry. But what so what we talking no. about is the gross incompetence. Like like when that boy when that boy I feel like he's a boy. Like when that man shot Michael Brown, he said, "I felt like he was just a big, big hope coming at me." Did he was he malicious in killing that young man, or was he seriously afraid? So I'm like, the training be fucked up. And my yeah, opinion, watch, well, that's not fair. If you watch the video, he wasn't even running towards it. That's just like, well, I'm just saying, like the whole so, the whole claim, like he was scared. It, that's not. You that's, just, he just wanted to shoot somebody. That's just like with Quan McDonald. He was going the other way. Yeah, he had a knife, but he was going the opposite direction. And you shoot him that many times, and continue to set up him and empty your clip until it was empty. Right. It's like he going the other fucking way. Right. So if he got a knife right. in his but hand, he going the other on, fucking I way. I feel like don't... evil versus gross negligence. Exactly. So I feel like Shorty is gross exactly. negligence because she's a goofy. Exactly. That's flat out evil. But whether exactly. it's the negligence or it's the evil, it's a black person dead that should not be. The question is, how long a bitch been on the force? Because if you don't know the difference between your weapons and bitch, damn, you started yesterday. And even while tussling with him, I didn't even realize they wouldn't even look at her, like, drop the signal, do it, don't do it. Like, it's like they didn't give her no guidance. And she sounded like she didn't know. Honestly, she sounded like she didn't know the fuck she was doing because I listened to the video. So y'all not even going to guide her as the older officers? No. I felt like they didn't do shit to, to guide her. You know, it's, it, you know, and. I'm, now, if she ain't new, I don't know. <coughs> I was watching the talk. Yes, I was. I just so happened it was on. And and Whoopi was talking about that. Mm -hmm. And she said that why isn't it one law, one rule on on how police are supposed to act throughout the country? Throughout the. Why every place has different Different laws laws Mm -hmm. and different how police officers are supposed to act. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I understand the concept of. 
basically each state has its own individual laws mm-hmm. and certain stuff. But policing should be the one thing that's it should national. Be, it should be a, a it should be one understanding from one end to the other end. Because mm-hmm. if I do something How, in Mississippi and I do something in Washington, I'm not supposed to die in Mississippi for, what for something I wouldn't have got killed in Washington for. I shouldn't get a 20-year sentence. And, and that's another conversation. It should be a universal... Um, it should be a universal understanding on how to engage. Mm-hmm. It should be universal on what you engage in, what you don't. Mm-hmm. What causes for force, what, what doesn't. Because mm-hmm. certain laws carry certain weight. And certain laws ain't even done merit to me. Right. Where you should have to put your hands on somebody. Right. If you pull me over for a traffic stop. A traffic stop. Mm-hmm. There should be no reason during a traffic stop, a basic traffic stop, where a pistol should be drawn. Period. Where you should have to. And we talked about this before. Remember? Put when, your um, hands. The on young man off power because the gun. Yeah, we talked about, about this before. Mm-hmm. Remember we called? Yeah. Uh, my uncle. We asked him about and this. That, that's where I'm not understanding what merits you being able to have to put your hands on me. Because because you have on that uniform don't marriage don't constitute shit. Cause let me tell you something. Your badge and your gun come off every night, just like my clothes do. You know the other thing that was being said is there shouldn't when people are like they shouldn't be resistant. What well, was like so that means that there are a group of people in this country who can demand obedience under threat of death, and this is a free country. Like all oh, that you shouldn't resist shit. You're basically saying. And compliance should equal death on some judge dread shit. Like that's problematic in itself. In itself. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. And that's it's unconstitutional. Right. It goes totally against the constitution that we all here in this country as citizens. I think every police every police officer that accidentally shoots somebody or shoots somebody on purpose, they should all go to jail. A lot of this Period. shit is uh, stop happening. Yeah, because what happened to ignorance of the law is not an excuse. You go to a new state and you Ooh. drive through that motherfucker and you do something wrong, they don't give a damn where yeah. you're from. You no, miss this for two hours. They will, we don't true. give a damn. Girl, they will make so your ass, I don't give a damn true. about your they, ignorance. They ignorance of the law. They will make your ass come back down there and go to court. True story. And, and, and if that's the case for a regular everyday citizen, for someone who's supposed to uphold the Say law, it again. should definitely be held at a higher standard. Period. So under that pretense, no, it's not okay that you didn't know that you was grabbing your gun over okay. a taser. No, it's not. We're not going to be able to do that. You're a trained professional. If I'm not mistaken, they don't even sit on the same side. So it's one or the other. You know what I'm saying? You have to know the difference, bitch. Did you just start yesterday? Like right after? Like you what? When did not, you? They, they don't not. sit on the same side. It's like one or the other. You know, I've never seen that. No, so you couldn't tell when you it. pulled it from the left and not the right. You couldn't tell when it was too light. You couldn't tell when it wasn't the right color. Right. So now you done bypassed about three different stops to even get to this point, and you talking about accidental misfire. But the fucked up part is when she pointed it, she had to look at it. It's not yeah, like because she you can't miss it. If she you look at the video, you see fire. that black she ass barrel. It. It's not yellow and black. And she should have seen what she had in her hand. So right, so you're telling us and you, you are, holding it. You yeah. are so disoriented to the point where you didn't look at your own hand. Yeah, you're in the no, wrong bitch. Yeah. You're in the wrong yeah. 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 She ain't yeah. had the right mental mental state. That bitch needs to be writing tickets with just a belt and a badge on. Man, fuck that shit. Huh? Yeah, security guard at Aldi's. I was right, gonna say, no, nah, take it just straight security, baby. 
With the taser only. She so could be a She could be a meter maid. You know motherfuckers be kicked. Listen, <laughs> you know they, they be kicking no the meter maid's ass. They be like, bitch, you better not give me no ticket. They be a rat the fuck out the meter maid. Her ass be a meter maid. She gonna be like, I am so sorry. It's exhausting, man. And, and I, you, you know, it's it's getting exhausting because you know they always say, man, and she, people always talk about them old sayings and how, but chickens always come home to roost. Don't mm-hmm. they don't. And now you looking at it, and society is starting to see what we've been talking about for years. Mm-hmm. Now, Thank you, you have these media. things that's catching everything, and now it's being mandated that their body cam have to be on upon the moment that they interact with mm-hmm. We're going to get into on the next story. Yeah. The point of the matter and all this, like, yo, man, you have to do more than just show the video. These cops have to be start. They have to be held accountable for their actions. I mean, hasn't it? And then, whenever they created new laws, historically, they have people they make an example out of. When they round up everybody doing that shit, give harsher punishment to discourage others. That's what y'all do to the citizens of this country. So why y'all don't round all the bad cops up and do something severe? Since y'all say most of y'all good, do something severe to be an example. Oh, that don't apply to y'all. It's just like what's good for the gander is never fucking good for the goose with them. That was that's what blow me. Practice what the fuck y'all preach. Absolutely, because I feel like for that officer to have as much power as he have to ruin people's lives, when he steps outside and it's proven that he's done things to like we gonna talk about in the film, firing ain't good enough. They don't have to get that. They have to be prosecuted mm-hmm. because yeah, they definitely do under the pretense prosecuted that you're held and put at in a higher population. standard. Damn, yeah. you're held at a higher standard. So when you knowingly and willingly violate people's civil rights, violate people's uh, constitutional rights, mm-hmm. knowingly do it, and it's caught that you've done it, and it's proven that you've done it, mm-hmm. you should be prosecuted. You should be prosecuted because you should know better. You're held at a different standard than everybody else walking these streets. Yeah, she definitely needs to go to jail, but I got a strong feeling she's going to get off on it. Well, more than likely, she's going to get charged. She's going to get charged with manslaughter or something. Mm-hmm. Something real light where she only do like maybe Just five years. Just make sure they put her in general population. going to get her for negligence. Now, them, 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 them people lost a son, a brother, They're going to pay them some father, millions. And all she's going to get is a slap on her wrist because that's all shown that happens in situations like that. And because it was a mistake, they're going to let that whole slide like just like that because it was a mistake. It wasn't intentional. It wasn't malicious like Chauvin, like 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 this officer that we finna talk about on the back. Everything that they did was in a malicious intent and because hers wasn't in was in a in, in oh, an accidental way, they're going to try to make that okay. Well, she didn't intend to kill him. You know, another fucked up thing is, why was her first instinct to even pull a weapon on the cuffs of what the state is already going through? Right. That should have been something like, okay, she should have had a second thought about and how to control the situation. Right here. Wait a minute. There are two. It's three of y'all. It's three trained officers. Two are men of equal strength. So why do you feel like you got to come in and tase them at all? Like, if y'all going to wrestle them down, assist with that. They don't have pepper spray no more? I, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we know that. Yeah. Yeah. Pepper spray. Right. We finna talk about that in a minute. What the fuck happened to the baton? They ain't got the fucking baton. Right. Like, so while y'all all grappling with him, it's three of y'all. Y'all trained professionals. Y'all can't use y'all might, a taser. I mean, y'all might, some pepper spray. Like, you go instantly to the what? To me, they taste too quickly. And that's a whole nother thing because motherfucker got a pacemaker or any kind of condition. You killing them right there, shooting them bolts through their body. They do that shit too quick to me, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. That shit ain't even supposed to be the first shit to come out. I That's the first a, um, shit they say. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I had a police officer tell me she wished she she told she was talking to another police officer when she was talking about me saying, "I wish I'd have t- now. I wish I'd have took them taser classes. If I'd have took them taser classes, I'd have tased the fuck out of you." And I was like, "And I'd have beat your ass again." <laughs> Did like she I, say again? <laughs> again? <laughs> so get real. You beat shit out the cop. The first time around, so she was a she was a big lady, and she grabbed my hand and she broke my fingernail, and I seen my blood. That was and I seen red. And she she when she slung me into the wall, I slung her into the glass. Then I grabbed a drugger down a couple of stairs, you know, pop pop pop, went on about my business. She hit me first. Hmm. But she was like six feet. I'm four. I'm five four. I was protecting myself. Know what you were doing? Yeah. And then the and other the issue. Is, you see how she said no. that she wished she could have tased you because she was mad at you. So the whole revenge shit, like mm-hmm. you the inconvenience my night made me have to wrestle down and made you to do your job. So you really mad at me trying to punish me before the actual, you know, trial. You kind of giving me a trial by fire on some for the inconvenience I light your ass up. That's a the problem. Yeah. yeah. Just because on some just because I can't kick your ass, so I'm gonna tell your ass. Well, are you no, irritating me? Police officers need to go through fucking military training. That's what they need. Most of them can't fight and they gotta use them little weapons. A lot of police officers become police officers because they want shit in school and their ass got bullied. So they figure <laughs> they want shit in school. Because they figure, oh, I could become police officer now. The people that was bullying me, I'm gonna kick their ass. No, nah, bitch, it still don't work that way because at the end of the day, you still human. You can still get your ass beat too. And how often do they even let's on okay, we know some movie small town shit, but how often do they even cross paths the motherfuckers who treated them? Right. That ain't even who you pulling over. So no. now you displacing. You, so you mad at you everybody. You put faces on them, them, right, on some crazy shit. Because you ain't crossed the path of the people who actually bullied you. Right. Your ass don't You mad at the damn world, so now you ain't going to take Everybody is the motherfucker that bullied you. Exactly. Right. That's what happened. Everybody with the same face to your everybody ass. Everybody look at you. see it. Awesome you know, any shit. makeup, anything that, that, that mm-hmm. clicks Triggers. you back there, mm-hmm. you, 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 yeah, we're going to go ahead and put this back on. You getting this for... For old Jacob used to whoop my ass back in the day. Like, right. And that's when they start saying like they don't like your kind, your type. It ain't always black. Sometimes it's just the energy you carry that intimidates them. And that's a fact. Okay. Mm-hmm. And along those same lines, speaking of energy and intimidation, it's like what's going on so, with the officer? So, and, um, Military officer. So in Virginia, we have a Lieutenant Navario. Excuse me if I said it wrong. Uh, he gets pulled over by two police officers. First of all, he took them a little distance before he pulled over because he wanted to pull over in a well-lit area so he can see and they can see what's going on. They initially pulled him over because he didn't have a back plate. But when they pulled him, when he finally pulled over where they can see, 
He did have a back plate. It was just in the back window. Um, the officer that was at his window was very uh, at the driver's side was real aggressive. He had both hands out the window, and mind you, he's an army lieutenant. So this man is out are. here. This man is out here um, risking his life on a regular to save our lives. You know what I'm saying? Fighting for the country. And the police officer talked down to him, maced him like three or four times. He told a man he's about to ride the white right, white, light, white lightning. And that's that's some old electrocution shit. You know what I'm saying? So they got their tasers out. And if you see their tasers, they black and yellow and thick as hell. It's the difference between a taser and a gun. Um, it was just insane because they maced the fuck out of him. And even with them macing the fuck out of him, he never touched his face and still had his hands up. Mm. And he constantly asked him, what's going on? What's going on? They yelling at him to get out the car as if. And they asking him, he asking them, can y'all take care of my dog? Because he felt like if I got maced, my dog that's in the back seat had to get a reaction from this as well because the dog was in the car. So they maced the fuck out of him, didn't take care of the dog, then found out later exactly who he was. Now, mind you, he got on a full uniform, and it says LT Navario. So everybody know LT stands for And they asked him what he was, like corporal or whatever, so then he answered. So I don't know if that was supposed to be a test to see if he knew the word. cop told him, man, I was in the middle of every two, and we was learning to do what we were told. Hmm. Ain't that some old bitch-ass shit, which is exactly why that cop don't have a job today. Dude. Yeah, he got fired. No, he got fired. But in the dough, the brother played it. Yeah, he's half black, half Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Hence the last name, Navario. The brother played it. And I hate to say this. They need him in everything. He played the game exactly how he had to play it in order for that cop to be totally wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if he'd have resisted and fought in any manner, it would open the door for some other bullshit. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is, through the whole flick, the brother kept saying, "What's going on? What's going on? What happened? What did I? What's do? happening? What's and going on?" And they ain't even on? told him. Can you just no? They mm-hmm. didn't tell him nothing. They got the man sitting outside the car in handcuffs. They're trying to make him they get on the ground. The they knee in the back of his leg, trying to make him go down. This man standing there strong, like the soldier that he is. He never went down. Yet for them to treat him the way that they treated him, that's and exactly. And so, what was the threat about riding the white lightning? That goes back to what I said about they taste people when they taste get agitated. Him. They taste. But why? Why was that threat being issued? Listen, at this point he couldn't see because they'd already made some. It's nothing he can do with his hands up and his eyes closed. I can't see you. So what was the threat to force him to do? I guess is what I'm asking. I, I, I get, get out the car. Get out the car. Get out the car. So they made get out the car because he told me, man, I'm, I'm afraid to get out. Food, yeah, man. he told him that. He said, I'm afraid to get out the car. You can't he, even I mean, tell me that. what I did wrong. I'm afraid to get out the car. He said, and that's why I brought y'all to the light so everybody can see what y'all doing. This is exactly why I didn't stop. He didn't want to stop in the dark. Mm. And then the man, <laughs> this is amazing. You told him to show him your hands. He's showing you his hands Both out of the window. And then you have the audacity to tell him reach down and, and open the door. And, and no, reach down and undo your seatbelt so you can scream, I have a gun. Right. Because the moment you can't see my hand and I'm trying to do this. You're going to swear I'm reaching for Fast. something. Fast. Mm-hmm. So then 
you can do what? Justifiably shoot me? Right. And what would have happened had he not drove to that well-lit area? Exactly. We wouldn't even heard about it. No. Of course not. No. They just said he'd end up dead. And, and the look on the younger police officer face was totally telling. Because mm-hmm. dude was you totally oh like, okay, like, yo, this is a little extreme. Because you could see in his face, he's looking at his partner and he's looking at dude like, he could, you could see in his face like, yo, this is going too far. Right. You can right. see the but you know this going too far in his face, but he got the bad buddy up. Mm-hmm. At what point did you step in and say, "Motherfucker, you wrong"? Exactly, because that is a question I've been posed to a family member of mine who I know is in who's a police officer, and I asked him that because I, in my mind it just amazed me that he wanted to go into law enforcement. Of it's, all things he wanted to do. It's crazy because the first thing they say is you're not supposed to go against your superiors. Not even your, your partner. Yeah, Y'all yeah, supposed to take, act like he made, he, he definitely tell you like, yo, I can check my partner on a mini occasion. Because mm. like, nah, we ain't doing that. Afterwards or in front in of In the middle of. That's what's Because that was a key question I asked him. All of them won't do that shit. man, ain't none of that going on on my watch. All of them And now he's a sergeant. But... But that's what he says. He was like, oh. And I asked him this prior to him making rain. Right. Like, yo, when you're in this situation, especially being down here in this area of where you're working at, I know it's a, it can be some racial issues going on here. How do you deal with this situation when your partner is doing it? He was like, shit, I get right in him and tell him, man, no, we ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead yeah, on. Right is right, bro. I, I had a situation. Yeah, he, was like, he was like, I don't let none of that happen on my watch. I had none a situation where um, some st- stuff was happening. And I asked a detective for his badge number, and he didn't want to give it to me. So his partner gave me his because they know who they with on a daily basis. Mm. They know who the partner is. But I'm like, now call your white shirt. He didn't want to call his white shirt, so the partner had to go ahead and call the white shirt because this dude was just being like an asshole. He like, you a uh, you a bitch, and I was like, and the bitch is the one that had your ass. So what? You know what I mean? You sitting up here talking shit to me because I'm asking a question. Like shut the who the fuck are you? You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what you wearing. You said the bitch is the one who had your ass. I was like, wait, oh, okay. his mom. And you know, <laughs> your mama. And, and it turned out that's that's why it's so difficult for our community to have any type of trust with the police officer and the police mm-hmm. department. You know, it's real trust issues there. Mm-hmm. And you can't expect us to just drop our flag when y'all around here knocking folk off even to this day. Mm-hmm. Like it, and then, how do you, especially here in Chicago, you start a, a, a community outreach where you want police officers and, and, and the people in the community to improve the relations but the motherfucking cop you put on this task force is on video talking about he killed motherfuckers when he talking to black people mm. how do you take a motherfucker who has a history of shooting people who has murdered and now around bragging about murdering people then you put him on a task force for community relations what the fuck is wrong with him. you and you can't make me believe you didn't know who the fuck you was putting on no, this tag. If you did, I'm here with the gross negligence. The people in charge don't got to post on who they are working for. And the moment WGN Channel 9 did their investigation and put Buddy on blast, oh, they want to remove him off the task force. 
They knew already because they knew exactly who we were. Yeah, what is wrong with you know. people, man? Yo, man, they play us like they think we so damn dumb. It's retarded, man. Facts. And this shit is just, it goes on so far. Then you you wondering, now they targeting cops. Mm-hmm. Now these young cats out here with a vendetta against the cops. Mm-hmm. And y'all around here just so distraught. Trying to figure out and why. you amazed no, that these guys are now, they trying to catch cops in the slipper. Mm-hmm. But y'all are out here catching these brothers the same way, so it's... Hey, man, ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. Never is. And I don't condone it. But look at what you've created. Facts. You raised this. It's only so much people this. gonna take, man. It's only That's so much. Man. And you said that back in a few months ago. Uh-huh. That was your words. He is the one who foresaw this. He spoke on it. He brought it right up. He said it, man. They're gonna start and sure as shit. That's what they out here doing. You know, um, and then what they're gonna lead to. You know, Jeff Ford said a long time ago, he told the police, ain't going to be no killing without killing. And if a lot of people thought like that these days, the police will start to stop killing. Because it would be I for I, two for two. It's got to be some repercussions for the killing. At the end of the day, you know, the I for an I thing, man, it, it's, it's difficult because we're in a we're in a situation of disadvantage. I can see if we all it was even on both sides of the line. Hey man, let the chips fall. Mm-hmm. But women and children is involved. Mm-hmm. They getting caught in situations where they can't fight. Mm-hmm. I can fight. He can fight. Oh, I can fight. How we can fight, fight when his <laughs> daughter's in the car right. with his baby mama and the situation occur. Right. Mm-hmm. Or my child is in the car with just like my, a, with my my girl and that occurred. Just like the situation last week. This is mine. Say the Lord till you fucking with mine. Right. Yeah, just like the situation and, and, and last week. Narrative changes. Just like the situation last move, week, man. little boy um, was shot in the head because mm-hmm. the other driver wanted to tell my story. Crazy, you know what I'm saying? And they, like I said last week when we was talking about that, um, when the little boy got shot, they yes, they found the gun in the car. The man, it was actually his grandfather that he was in the car with. His weapon was never fired, which means he was cautious because he had this baby in the car. You know what I'm saying? But the other driver didn't give a fuck about that shit. He lit that car with that baby in there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, you know what I'm saying? It's like, who, I don't know who the aggressor was in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? But we know who's suffering in the end. And that's the fucked up part because this one-year-old can't even talk. And now the baby in the hospital, you know what I'm saying, they say he's doing great, which is a great thing. But it's sad that he had to endure this because a motherfucker is mad because you won't let me over. Or, you know what I'm saying, or you got cussed at or some shit. You know what I'm saying, 11 o'clock in the morning? Let's be real. No. The... the the mentality of the society we live in in the day, people are so, they're so ignorant to the climate of today. Mm-hmm. There's a change coming and you got so many ignorant and arrogant people out here that's ignoring it. Thanks. And it's causing a rift. It's causing a, a, an extreme rift in society. And it's really starting to create a divide amongst people. I mean, Look at the obvious conversation. I mean, look what happened with, with um, with um, 
What's old girl name that 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 was on the talk? Sharon Osbourne. Mm-hmm. What happened with her defending her friend mm-hmm. to the point where this woman she worked with every day. What's old girl name that she worked with? The sister that worked with her on on the talk. Not Whoopi. No, the other one. Um, I don't know her name. Oh, no, let me look it up. Y'all keep talking. I want to say her name. I want to say her name. She say deserved her, her name. name said. Uh, um. But yeah, but it's it's um it's a lot of unfortunate fucked up shit going on out here. And it's just a whole lot of pussy ass people to go along with it. Which, <laughs> which is what make it even worse. Cuz everybody out here, oh, you got all these all these tough motherfuckers with guns and untough motherfuckers without them. Cheryl Underwood. Oh yeah, my girl. It's amazing how a conversation with race can divide so quickly. Mm-hmm. Because these two women, as Cheryl Underwood put it, was she considered Sharon a friend. Mm-hmm. But you find out exactly how much of a friend you become. When shit happened. When the situation arrived. When someone else of your... Mm-hmm. Of you, from where you from, from your race, mm-hmm. is then put into a situation where his racism is in question. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to stand by him. And you're looking at this black woman who's supposed to be your friend, and you immediately, immediately got hostile and got angry and got mad at a question she was posing to you about Buddy. Right. And it got you to the point where you became so disrespectful and defamation to your friend. Mm -hmm. You didn't look at that pod and say, well, she's my friend, he's my friend. I don't want to create nothing here in the defense of him. You ain't give a shit. You stood by him so strong. Fuck this. Instantly. And in that context, you know, racism will divide. Oh, definitely. Oh, it will divide a country. Definitely. We've had it done before. Exactly. Who said they was friends? <clears throat> she did. Sharon Woods. Okay, Sharon so said that she can she thought we were she But did, did Sharon ever say she was her friend? Mm. What? Hold on. So right, who confirmed the friendship? Right, who confirmed the friendship? So in one context, is a person considered your friend because mm. when you look at that, around yeah. each other so long, hold on, hold on, hold on. So when you look at Sharon' lifestyle, the way she grew up, her husband, facts, a metal rock star, right? Mm-hmm. And what arena of their lifestyle and their upbringing have they ever been involved with a group of black people mm. on a hey. consistent basis? Hey. So Lopita, when was she ever not so racist? Probably Sharon, but probably Sharon Underwood thought we get along. We was cool. And you know what? That's probably what it was. Like, we be on the show. We probably have lunch. We probably done grew close. So, she, Sharon was on some you not racist if you even used to be. And it probably a lot of conversations was never had. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the other thing. When you get white or black friends, like, I made my first white friends. In Arizona, I immediately start talking about race. Like, yeah, so what y'all think about this? Because I want to start to engage you so that you see other black people like you see me. We're not going to avoid the topic. And then you say some dumb shit when some shit happened. And I got to slap the shit out of you. I'm not even going to put you in that situation. You tell them early on. You get their views and you give them yours. Early on, if we're not on the same page, you ain't, I want to say a good one. But you're not a white person that's open to your privilege. You just reject all that. Now I know better than even play any fucking friendship games Listen, with you. I completely agree with you on that mm-hmm. because I had a Caucasian friend and the bitch tried to tell me that she was better than me. That's why black dudes fuck with her. I say, nah, bitch. 
Let me go ahead and check your ass real quick. I'm going to tell you why they fuck with you. They fuck with you because you a yes sir, nurse sir, bitch. And they could walk all over your ass. I ain't that one. I said, yeah, you a yes sir, no sir ass bitch. And you going to do what the fuck you told. And you know what? I'm going to do what the fuck I want. It's a difference, bitch. And even that's on some bullshit because that's just her personality. Because the white bitches I knew wasn't going for none. I done seen them treat the shit out of their husbands. Some of them had black husbands. Some of them had white husbands. One had a Mexican husband. I ain't seen none of them even play yeah. docile. The, I don't even know where that rumor come when, from that they so docile because I ain't listen, seen it. When, when that bitch said that shit out of my motherfucking mouth and I seen how the dude was treated I say no, nah, bitch. That's why they fuck with you. Yeah, see, because you come in. It's the a difference friendship. between me and you. Yeah, did y'all work together? Yeah. So you come into the friendship, all this work shouldn't come. Y'all hate the same managers. Y'all love the same customers, and it creates a fake bond. I think that's what Sheryl yeah. Underwood went through. Yeah. But y'all ain't really talked about no real that's shit, the one, and that's, that's the one. I, that's the one I told y'all about. Um, her stepfather used to call her daughter a porch monkey. Yeah, you know, we gonna talk about the real shit. We've been friends two days. Like, yeah, so that shit was crazy down there. What did you think? Immediately. My mom now my white friends is Listen. Uh I, tested. I, I <laughs> like at she, the gate. I bet she won't tell nobody else that shit though. Cause I checked the fuck at out. The huh? gate, Cause you won't never catch me and I got pictures with you, me and you cool, and you get on social media and say some fuck shit. I'm like, Kamisha, ain't this your friend? No, I had to check on your thinking yeah, early on. Guilty by association, fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. But then you know me. You know, my yeah. friends know me when I was in the hospital setting. You know, so uh, yeah, them conversations was definitely being had, and we were definitely having them motherfucker come sitting right at the desk in the ICU. Mm-hmm. Like, so we were doing that, and y'all know I ain't lying. Y'all know, y'all watching me. Y'all see what it is. Y'all know everything I say over here is real, hundred percent. And we had them conversations, mm-hmm. and yeah. It was lines drawn. Mm. It was definitely lines drawn, and I wasn't moving. You ain't moving. But. I had to check a girl at work one time because she <laughs> messed. She messed with a black dude, right? And she kept using that N word real loose. So I pulled her to the side, like, "Come in, let me holler at you." I say, "I know your boyfriend is black and everything. Stop using that N word, because then we're gonna have a problem." That does. I was like, just because you mess with. A uh, black male does not make it cool for you to say but that But I knew word. I had some in that I've seen this on several occasions. That he I lets him. He lets him. That's what I'm say. Yeah. He let, let her do it. be dealing with women of other what? races and letting them women come and say, my nigga And cool mm-hmm. and shit. But mm-hmm. bitch, you in your workplace. Yeah, but I don't feel like they should allow them to do that. You think I'm gonna mess with a white boy and he finna make any kind of work? Hell no. Lighthearted break. Listen, Come on, man. I'm like, but listen here, Vanilla. Nah, sneak this one. <laughs> but no, but and so so there was that one person like I like my I like my niggas like I like my something. But it went viral a couple years ago and it was a, a young white girl and when some black men start to come under there and check her, she was like, Nah, I had too many of y'all. Stop the cap. Y'all don't care about stuff like this. Y'all putting on for social media. Like, how many black men have you dated? I I think she was trying to say that that's all she messed with. She's like, man, y'all don't care in private and public in the bedroom. Y'all don't care about that. Now y'all don't come on my posting cap. Mm -hmm. So I think it might be some misinformation going out amongst people who deal with them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Some, Some might care, some might not care. Yeah, but I care. Uh, but you're going to you run across some that actually do care. Well, 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 go ahead and take the words out of my mouth. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't prepare for war, goddammit. 
<laughs> she gonna run her ass out there and get shot. Yeah. <laughs> what happened in the context? If you love your girl, you better tell her the rights and the wrongs. And at some yes. point, she gonna let her mouth run, and you ain't gonna be there to help her. Right. And she got to stand in that war zone by herself. And sometimes it depends upon what she <coughs> say. Because if she say the wrong thing and people turn to you like, bro, she, she talk but like this? That's my point. You may not even be in a position to properly defend it. Because somebody might be like, you's a whole clown. It ain't guaranteed that your presence. That's what somebody going to say. <laughs> ain't no somebody might say. <laughs> you do that shit in the right setting. <laughs> somebody might. Ain't you no do no. that in the right setting. You're going to get you're gonna get that joke. Yeah. You're going to get that joke. Like... I've been in situations, and this was a black bra that I had to tell a nigga, hey, man, you better control your chick mouth before you get your ass whooped off of your chick. Absolutely. So just imagine if she was Caucasian. <laughs> All I'm saying, I've checked a nigga behind his black chick. So just imagine if this white chick letting shit slide out of her mouth. And she's standing there with a black this dude. Like, come on, man. Slightly a sidebar, but did y'all see the shit? That also went viral when there was a, a, a couple that walked past this guy's house every day and they ain't had no doggy bags. So the dog would take a shit in front of the house every day. So Buddy waiting on him in the window this day. The dog shit, he run out the door, like, pick that shit up from in front of off my property. Like, y'all tweaking, y'all do this every day. The woman, they was all white now. Granted, the woman was like, we not picking up shit. She, he said, I'll knock your nigga out right here. Pick <laughs> it up with your hands right now. His face finna hit the dirt. She started crying and everything. She was just tough because she figured he wouldn't hit her. She said, he's not going to knock him the fuck out right now. That bitch had all the dog shit in her hands. And she like Good. stumbled on down the street. But yeah, like y'all let these women, somebody, but a woman that love you not going to put you in a compromising hey, situation not. like they that. Absolutely not. But, uh. You should have told her, I'd knock your, I'd knock your mouth, your, I'd knock your nigga out and smack the fuck out you. Bitch. Don't up that shit. Listen. <laughs> Damn doorbells. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Hurry. let me tell you something. 
her doorbell caught her ass getting shot the fuck Listen, up. I had a situation in Walmart. <laughs> I have situations all the time. Well, not no more. Because I'm grown, bro. But listen, I had a situation in Walmart where the bitch called her dude. I said, what the fuck he gonna do? Because he gonna get his ass beat too. Now, what the fuck Wait, you wanna she do? She arguing with you. And, and she call called her nigga. Dude? And he gonna bring his big pussy ass over there. I was like, what the she fuck? Heard said his big pussy ass. <laughs> Stay ready. You ain't gotta get ready. I was you like, come around that corner half-assing, boy. You gonna get turned out. I'm like, and I was like, what the fuck he gonna do? He gonna get his ass beat too. And I'm still looking at her pointing at his motherfucking ass. Bitch, he gonna get his ass beat. Now, what you wanna do? Rock and roll or what? In that order. And they walked the I fuck out. Speaking of out. rocking and rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Because I'm, I'm just saying, like, because here's another situation when women get outside their body expecting one nothing going to happen. So this woman in Florida, <laughs> she in there, this is what's the she's in Pier 1 trying to return an item that she don't even have with her. She got the audacity to show them a picture. <laughs> and she telling these people, I want my money back for this. They like, where is that? Where is it? <laughs> well, it's at home. But I want my money back for this. And they like, well, we can't give you no money back for something you ain't returned. Bitch, you got the item. So she goes belligerent. What is that? How is what? Oh, <laughs> right. A whole they show. don't even you say don't what it is, but it just amazed me that somebody had the audacity to try to get a refund for some shit you don't even have present. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. That's some privileged white folks shit. My black she ass is going there on some mm, payment back. I'm hurt. getting a whole robbery case. <laughs> she, she did that shit before. And they gave a whole I'm getting back. a whole robbery. He tried to stick us up for a picture on his phone. <laughs> I'm finna catch a whole case. She, had she to literally act like she was entitled. She had to have been undid that shit before because you don't just go in there doing that yes. shit for your first time. She did it before. She did that and shit somebody before. Somebody honored it. <laughs> right. Deborah Hunter. Deborah. She always got to be a joint Deborah. She, now, mind you, the woman, while she in that getting belligerent, there's a young lady, there's a woman in there who, watching her lose her mind, she just upped her camera and started recording her, never said nothing. Mm. She's watching this woman perform mm. on this people. I'm like, this is some amazing shit. So she recording it. This woman turns and see her recording and totally forget about the, the, the employees <laughs> and zoom right in on her. Again, she's. I never said nothing to her. If you look at the video, I never say a word. The woman walks over to her, get to berating the woman, and then said, "You know what? How about I come over there and just cough on you, huh?" Walk right up in her face and uh, <coughs> in her face. Ooh, I beat the fuck out of her in Pier One with that motherfucker picture. Listen, okay, she should have smacked the off her lips. <laughs> <laughs> Send it on real quick. Ass, That's not what we do. I would have to get that in both hands, though. Yeah, yeah. Because no, yeah. you get the slap off something yeah. regular. Yeah. But you, you talk oh, about that. Pow, pow. Ooh. Focus. <laughs> you got to fucking play. Uh, what's that game? Slide on her shit. Like, slide, slide. Slip in here. Yeah, I'm going to try to get to like six and shit. I'm trying to do like D-Ray said. I'm trying to get some static electricity. <laughs> you like the extended. Pop! Right! <laughs> like, trying to shock this and bitch. And the fact that she stood 
the hell wrong with you? I ain't gonna lie. If a bitch say she finna talk in my face, I'm putting that motherfucker phone down, bitch. Yeah, I'm gonna be so I, 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 I have to lean back and hey. lean in. But as far as me letting her, this some amazing patience. <laughs> this chick got some amazing yeah, patience. Did. Yeah, she did. She did. Cause better than that. Yeah, because if you, if you, I was, if you but the best part about her though, but in all honesty, I I understand why she didn't because she's actually fighting cancer. You know, it's, oh, it's that's cancer, even man. fucking worse. She's I, 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 in the middle of in her battle with cancer, and damn. she's a mother of ten. Four of them are adopted black kids with poor immune system. Mm, mm, mm. And she's a Caucasian lady. That lady. Should... Wait, the the lady who got caught in got the caught, face. Yeah, the one who was videoing it and got she's caught. Fighting cancer. She's fighting yeah. cancer. All the two saying uh, no. Crazy lady. Hell she's no, that's why she's going crazy. Listen, don't be okay. Right. What I'm saying is like. The woman who received this mm. this assault, she's at the time fighting. Damn. She's right now at the Mayo Clinic fighting for her life, brain wow. tumor for her ten kids, four adopted black youths that she taking care of, and they have issues. Mm. Damn, so, so she definitely can't mm. be taking shit home. No, oh, she yeah, can't she, be she, taking she, it yeah, home. Yeah, she got some incredible patience. But. That Karen got 30 days in jail for that. She should have got more than that. They locked her up. They locked her up. She should have got her ass whooped and 60 days. (laughs) Exactly. The double L. Yeah, she should have. She should have. She earned all that. Damn, that shit crazy So it's just, that is amazing can't make this shit up. Because for you to think it's okay, for you to just walk up on a total stranger. That should have been a felony. And cough in someone's face. In a time mm. where we're in a pandemic where people are losing their lives from COVID. So you're not only in this place, you she don't have a mask on. Was that a felony or a misdemeanor? She only got 30 days in jail, so it couldn't have been a felony. That's what I'm saying. She should have got, <laughs> got, got a felony that's for that. Crazy. Because if she coughed, she could have spit in her face. And that's an aggravated battery, which is a felony. This chick ain't got not a mask nowhere near. Damn. Ooh, I wish I could have stomped her out. Like, just looking at a picture. I could have stopped out. <laughs> hey, <boy>. yo. <laughs> I wish I could. For real, that's some that's some shit. Literally. This lady fighting for her life, and that's the type of shit you do. You never know what people going through. Exactly. Like they should have gave her more than that. When she get out, they should be outside to arrest her again, just because, and put her back in there. Right. Torture so, her ass for like a whole year straight, like that. The, the woman who coughed in the folk in the woman's face. Her husband, I guess told the judge they had faced numerous hardships leading up to the incident including losing everything they had in the house fire mm, that ain't no excuse so she was no trying to get so she angry. shit that got burned up in the fire man she really tripping <laughs> the judge <laughs> that's, 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 that's what I'm going that's the shit you was trying to get your money back from burned up it's burnt <laughs> The judge told us, says, I have yet to see any expression or a significant expression on your regret so about the impact it had on the victim in this case. So I sent you third days. <laughs> like, they should be out there to arrest her ass yeah, and give her You give a shit about what, uh, what her husband said. You did. Give a shit about her fire. Fuck a fire. Shit. Yeah, she looked like But that was, that's probably her damn karma because she's Look probably her, she a bitch care. anyway. She's never cared. That crooked ass yeah, face. She didn't she care. Fucking nose and shit crooked. She looked like she didn't feel not one ounce of regret for what she did. And she probably didn't. You know. 
Yeah, Usually, when we on the other end of that is when the judge said the words that they don't feel no regret to have them coming down. Period. Which goes 30 into, days ain't going to be in it. You know what I'm saying? Which leads us into our next topic. I'm just going to say, like, that's a, that's a strong tie-in to whether or not we feel. So, at first, we were kind of talking very specifically, like, if we would ever send the, see the end of police brutality. But will we ever see a corrected justice system? Because the shit just ain't about the police. It comes from the trial phone down, as they say. So, from the judges to the laws to, you know, the enforcement of the laws thereafter. Everything. Like, will we ever see it No, it's too much shit that's fucked up. Nope. To correct everything, it it would take way too long. Because it's so so much fucked up shit. So many dumb people made so many dumb rules. That don't even make sense. Dumb people making dumb rules. It's hard to fucking mm-hmm. retract all that yeah. goofy shit. And it, it's insane because these are the people who are out here governing over us as a society. And that's messed up because a lot of these people are in positions that technically we put them in. Because yeah. people, we voted them in. We yeah. put them in office to do the things that they do. Hence why... You know, you go to a situation where it's like, well, you have the right to vote. You got to use your right to vote to vote for whoever. Not if I don't agree with now one of the parties that's in there. So you're telling me I should vote for the lesser of the two evils? Yeah, the lesser evil should always blow me. Like, but it's like, all evil. That don't make sense mm-hmm. to me. Like, they, 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 they snapped on Kaepernick because Kaepernick said he didn't vote. And they, they went haywire on him. And that's one of the things our forefathers fought for, but... He has a right not to use his vote like, on someone that he feel isn't worthy of his vote. Absolutely. If it's that important, why give it away to anyone that I don't feel like deserve it? Or facts. When motherfucker go down the ballot, like in this last election, vote for somebody. Huh? <laughs> vote for somebody. Okay, we knew the presidents. But how many people can actually say they was educated on all those judges and those other positions? So you going down giving blind votes whether you trying to pick people who you think you've seen the commercial. But how many people have actually took the time to educate themselves? So that was another question. Like, should I just sit to the side if I don't follow politics and I really don't know what the fuck going on? I'm you know what? You know what they should start doing? They should send out a blank ballot so you can see who names is actually on it. So you could start researching beforehand because. When you go and vote, you don't know who the hell. Who the hell? So who, who the hell, hell running name. for the the, the uh, water uh, proclamation? No, water <laughs> reclamation. Like who the fuck I running for some of these? Ballot, but even then, it was a hundred names on there. I'm like, am I really? Now, if I had been following it already, that's different. But to from scratch, because I was working on mine for a week, and I think I had Google the first twelve people and their policies. After that, I'm like. Fuck these people. Exactly. And I just <laughs> killed that bitch. I done got it in the mail. But that's that's a serious thing. Like it's a contest that they like even Stephen A. You know Stephen A. Smith be on first take. He went off on Kaepernick because he felt like he didn't use his vote and it was irresponsible for him not to when he was fighting for the rights he was fighting for. But in the context, why vote? If you feel like the people that's on the ballot aren't even going to help in the cause in which you're fighting for. Or if you're so unemployed. why would I then add my name to it? Because mm-hmm. then once I add my name to it, that means I okay Vouch him it. to be in. I vouch for him. Mm-hmm. I and I one and you they always say, putting it in a sports context, when these players are out here and they're signing for their collective bargaining, and then later 
it's things in that collective bargaining they don't agree with, you then want to blame them. Mm-hmm. But in this context, this man saying, you know what? The people that's running it, their policies and things, they, I don't agree with neither one of them. Mm-hmm. You want to hold his feet to the fire. Mm-hmm. You can't have that both ways. Mm-hmm. You can't tell these people, well, you voted for that. So who? That's what you signed up for. That's what you got to live up to. And then when over here, these motherfuckers say, well, I ain't signed up for none of that shit. I ain't put my name on none yeah, of that Now is it you have a responsibility? Man, get your dumb ass out of here. Who is you talking to? And that's what amazes me about this country. It's so double-sided, so hypocritical. Mm-hmm. There is no black and white. It's so much gray. You either this or you that. Shut up and dribble. They, they want you to be blind. They want you everything. to be, yeah, come on, man. Like, come on, man. Like, let's make sense of it all. If if I don't agree with you and your policies and the things that you bring to the table, and I tell myself, hey, man, I'm not fucking with you, and I'm not fucking with you. Man, you I'm not giving you my damn, my vote. Mm-hmm. In that context, I'm wrong for that. That's I'm supposed right. to just say, well, I agree a little bit more with you. So, no, because the moment I put my back on it means I'm with you. Mm-hmm. And everything you bring in, and who did you vote for? I voted for her. Oh, well, then, hey. I think all that shit just be waste. So, ever since uh, Pub Daddy Ass came out with that Rock the Vote shit, because I feel like this shit been going on for like 10 years now, it's so much like chest poked out from voting like we don't like i said i don't feel like a half these motherfuckers even know what the fuck going on but you want to put your sticker on social media Get the filter that says I voted. Like, what the do you fuck? Remember, do you remember what happened to them dumb motherfuckers? Take a picture of they ballot showing the, showing who they. These are the people y'all want to insist on voting. Okay. So Slow motherfucker, your shit didn't even count. When motherfuckers died for the. Y'all, they died for the right for us to choose how to vote, who to vote for. And in fact, if we don't want to vote. A choice. That's what a right is. That's what a right is. If I choose not to give you my vote, then it's a right. If it's that important and I don't agree with the policy set forth by either candidate, am I inclined not to hold my vote? Half of these motherfuckers do not listen. They do not want to learn shit. And when they come down to politics, they don't know shit any fucking way. So they just going with the flow. Oh, they told me to vote for this person. They told me to vote for that person. No, bitch, read who you voting for. Well, that's how a lot of the back in the day was done. You know what? Yeah, like because you, because like you trust your grandma. You trust your, you 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 trust your grandmother were over a motherfucker out there on the street. Motherfucker, you been out here all my motherfucking life in the motherfucking street. What did you read? Now that's funny you say that because. That's what the biggest issue going on in Atlanta also. Motherfuckers trying to understand that they say over 90% of African Americans vote blue. Hmm. Yeah, if that's were. the case, why the hell is Florida and, and, and Texas and Georgia red states? Hmm. Because the white population down there still is more than the black population down there, even in the southern states. Not at no 90% clip. That's the point. What they're saying is they're down there manipulating it. Mm. Because it is impossible. Okay, I, I can understand 65%. Mm. I get that. There you go with this and hand. 90%? Yeah. Uh, that don't make sense. Right. Mississippi, the same way. It's impossible. Right. It's impossible. If you just look at the ratio, it's impossible. So you telling me these black people who you tell me 90% vote blue anyway, they vote red just in this state. Mm. That state, that state. That don't make sense. Right. So somewhere down the that, they're controlling the narrative. They're controlling the vote. 
when we were down there, when I was looking up for that situation for us, you know, with the marijuana that got that they legalized down there in Mississippi. The situation and how that went down, the young lady that said she was trying to bring Article 65 that she wrote and she brought to the masses. They were trying to arrest her for saying she was soliciting. And she was like, no, this is my right. I'm balloting. I'm, I'm getting names for an upcoming life for, for, you know, the laws. And this is what we're allowed to do legally. Mm-hmm. But they told her she was soliciting and it was illegal. And they tried to lock her up multiples of times. Damn. Because they didn't want her pushing this article through. Mm. Of course they didn't. And under the context, this is what she was faced with down there in the South. So to understand that in a lot of these Southern areas, especially in where there's a lot of rural area in it, mm-hmm. the narrative is being controlled through there. So, just so if we can pretty much all agree that we're not going to see a corrected justice system during our lifetime. Mm-hmm. What is it that we would need to put in place so that our grandchildren can experience that? Or that we need to put in place? We can't yeah. do it. That ain't us. I, I, the only way to change... Not put in place, but at least get the ball rolling. It, the the old system has to be torn down. Yeah. How do you it tear can't, it down? It has to be eradicated. It has to... Kill everybody be, and start It over. has to oh. be eradicated. It has to be done. It has to be rebuilt from the ground up. Because... Any of the old bones behind the scenes is going to allow the opportunity for the old cancer to come back. What do it have to do with cancer? You got to cut it out. You got to burn it out. It has to die. That's true. Yeah. That's the only way that's going to work. You can't be building on this system because this system is proven to be faulty. It's proven to be corrupt. It's proven to be totally broken and not in our favor. And we are the ones that's getting ran over by it. The minorities, the black and brown. We're the ones getting, and even the Asian, because I watched the whole story about how they were mistreated coming into the game. Like, all of us were mistreated coming into this game. And it was built on our backs. Right. And at the same time, for you to look at us and tell us, well, everything's going to be okay. We just need to get rid of a few of the bad apples. No, man. No, man. That ain't how this works. Just like I told the children of Israel, none of y'all see the promised land until all the rest of them die. Right. The only way this going to be fixed is the system has to be eradicated and a new system has to be built up and then it has to be upheld. I mean, all of them old ones need to get out of office. All of the old ones need to stop being police chiefs. All of the old ones need to stop being judges. All of the old ones need to stop being prosecutors. And all of the old ones who in any any type of way have anything to do with the current system and the current regime needs to be taken out. And everyone else put in has to be brought in under a new regime. And then the rules and laws from that point on has to be has to be switched, ratified, amended to where it has to be upheld to where we are today. Because it's not working. The old system ain't working. They're not upholding it. And then, absolute power corrupts absolutely. So when you got these people in these positions, power and authority, and they're only dealing and mixing with each other, they are totally disconnected from the people. True. And we're the ones who catching the flag. We're the ones catching the hell. We're the ones getting killed. We're the ones getting mistreated and manhandled. And y'all sitting up in y'all house in Capitol Hill and sitting up there in Congress and the houses. And y'all laughing, having dinner, just arguing amongst each other about which one of y'all going to have the power in the house to make this happen and that happen and this happen and that happen to make yourselves look good in a political life. What? Like they, they, it, it's, it's, it's totally messed up. It has to be eradicated. It has to be broken down. 
That's the only way it's going to work for our kids. Because right. as long as they keep going, they're going to go through what we went through. And here's the problem. Here's another problem. They're literally trying to force these children to believe that that shit don't exist. And what you're saying. They're literally trying to teach these children that everything that's happened before them ain't as bad as they're making it out to be. Yeah. When you got teachers telling other white kids that it's okay to use the word nigga right. in school, something's wrong with the friggin' system. Absolutely. Facts. When you got teachers who are sitting here feeding all of the white kids first, and you got all the black kids sitting there with Wishing no food in front of them. Absolutely none. Something's wrong with the system. Yeah. When you got white teachers making black kids clean shit off a wall in a school, then you are supposed to be okay. Something's wrong with the system. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're going. Like, we're going to the point where they say, uh, slave masters, wasn't that bad? They didn't whoop slaves like they say. It wasn't as bad as it was back when. Who the fuck are you talking to? Facts. How are you telling this little black kid that? Mm-hmm. To just ignore the history of slavery, it wasn't as bad as we making it out to be today. Are you in? Do you not see the pictures of all these people with these whips on their back? Hmm. And plus, the history of slavery in this country is well documented from everything from the slaves to the porters to like it's it's them that better documented than Jesus. Like it's it's no denying the horrors of slavery, but yeah. to even try to reshape that narrative, like listen. We gave them a place to stay. That's what they own, though. But that's what they own, though. So to talk about how to fix the... Man, it is impossible to fix the system as it's currently constructed. It just can't. So your answer is that motherfuckers need to die off and let the new come in. Not just die off. Motherfuckers need to come in with a whole... All of y'all fired. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, new regime, come in. Mm-hmm. None of you old motherfuckers with all of this, any history and none of this intertwined in any of the bloodlines of what them transpired before today should not be allowed to have anything else to do with what's going on. That's the only way it's going to work in new. And that's yeah. the way this shit work pretty much in any business, even at the school. Any business. Like, the first thing a motherfucker asks is, is the school unionized? Like, when they bring in a new principal? Like, no, nah, ain't no union. All you motherfuckers fired. I'm bringing in my own Bringing my own people. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's CEOs do. Yeah. That's what CEOs do. Yeah, true. Because you can't leave anything from the old. No. Because it will corrupt the new. Right there. It's out of its common knowledge in yeah. any type of, any company that comes in and take over another company, that's what they do. Excuse us. Yeah, you That's what we do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's us. What you don't want is any pushback against what you've established. Yeah. Okay, so you're coming in with your new rules and your new laws and it, what's going to happen is the people from the old is going, that ain't how we used to do it. Yeah. That ain't what we done. We used to do it this way. <laughs> Why y'all want to change this? It's been working so long. It's, we mm-hmm. just bought you. Yeah. You fine. <laughs> this what we doing now. You did? And that's in any system. That's in any system. Yeah, from so about, on down. Get y'all ass me. out. So we going to start from here. When the president come in, he bringing in his own. He ain't, ain't nobody staying when he coming in with his cabinet, coming in with his team. All of them is new. Everybody else, you leaving. Now, who stay? The cabinet, the housing. You know what I'm saying? The representative. Get out of here. Right. How does that work? Get 
And how do y'all get to stay there forever, but the president only get four years? That was the other thing. Like, so why did that make sense? these long-ass terms? We was talking about that when I was in school 20 years ago. Like, so the judges is in today, that? Till they Damn, die. Damn you old. About? That's crazy. Because what, what year was that judge one who just died? She was born in like the 30s. So you tell, no, she was. Shorty was born in like 41 or something. So y'all got a motherfucker in here that was born a century ago. Now she was, she was supposed to be like a big advocate for women's rights and shit. But what if she wasn't? What if she was, you know, all fucked up, chauvinistic, putting in all kind of fucked up practices? It's and, proven they were though. It's proven they were racist. It's yeah. proven that they asses was about it. So you brought in third good to do what? Right. What was Third Good supposed to do when he came in? When Clarence Thomas brought his bitch ass in there, what was he supposed to do? <laughs> bitch ass. He was on some bitch shit. Yeah, but Clarence Thomas is a whole hoe. But and then we'll talk about his history another time we can't put but he when they come in, what are they supposed to change? What yeah. is Clarence gonna change and you got yeah. all these others in there that was in there prior to him and they old as dirt and they grew up in the real sixties. Right. Through segregation, through all that. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. What, what was supposed to change through that? And how that shapes the mind. And I think that that's what a motherfucker don't deal with. So y'all are the children, in some of these cases, of motherfucker. Y'all, some of y'all seen niggas hung. Like, some of y'all was at the actual picnic at five and six. And you want me to believe that now you believe no, that no, I'm no, your no. equal? Break down to what the picnic was, though, cuz. Good old picking niggas. <laughs> Good old like legit sit out there with some barbecue and and you didn't people didn't just get hung. They were tortured. They were disemboweled. They were castrated. So somebody six or seven eating a hot dog, watching a black man dick get cut off, and this same person grows up and gets in a position of power. And y'all want us to believe that they believe that black people are their equals? Hmm. How? What the fuck is you talking about? And that's why I used to always say, like, yo, your grandparents was racist. But you don't know nothing about it. Right. This shit wasn't way back. My granny was born in 44. Mm -hmm. So was yours. So I know what a white person born in 44 by 62, 64 in the prime time of racism is when your grandparents start raising your parents. And now you just, you don't know nothing about none of it. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, man. I'd rather you just say, man, I, I was raised up in it. I don't agree with it. There it is. That's what you say. There yeah. it is. I was raised up right. in a man. Because you can't bullshit. sit up there and say you I ain't don't. up with it. But for you to say, I've never experienced it again. <laughs> That's a lie. Because I guarantee you done been around your grandparents and they done said... This is what you do when you see this kind of person because that's the type of shit that they ask for doing. Yeah, 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 like, man, who was you talking to? Like, that's what shit to you. Like, <laughs> and then the cold part about it all is we are supposed to be the trustings of these people in these positions knowing where they come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're supposed to just trust that they're going to do right because they are elected officials. That don't mean shit. And then they call so they be the, they be the worst of the worst. Our forefathers were slave owners. Period. Mm-hmm. They were elected officials, but they were slave owners. How does that work? They put together a whole constitution saying that we wasn't even people. Was that even, is that updated? Technically, the three-fifths was, was technically worded for slaves. Since slavery was abolished, supposedly that three-fifths was done away with. But that's how they still see us. I'm gonna say like so that was totally whited out. Yes, it was okay. because it was slavery. Because they said slaves are considered three fifths of a man. 
under that pretense since they abolished slavery, they're trying to say that that was abolished as gotcha. well because that only is held up for slaves. Yeah, you can't, so, you can't abolish nobody's mindset. You can't look at nobody. Right. You can't exactly. tell me, well, all the time, they, you, you look at and me as three-fifths now all of a sudden. And if that was true and it was only slaves, but I think that slave was a synonym for black person. Interchangeable. That's how they thought of Solomon North from 20 years of slave. He was a born free, living in Philadelphia. They went up there and told him, like, yeah, we like to see you play your instruments and took his ass back. <laughs> and even though he spoke the king's English and they knew he was not born a slave, they was like, nigga, you know what it is. Right. Some slave meant black, evidently. Well, mm-hmm. in his case, it meant stupid. Because this dumb ass shouldn't <laughs> his ass. He put in some that movie, anyway. Okay, but so, we're not gonna do, do, man, do, man. Who? And y'all know, like at the end of the movie, like in the book, like and then he came up missing again and was never found. So he was gone for them twelve years. He was reunited with his family when his friend came and got him. That was all true. He spoke out about slavery and wrote his book. And then he just disappeared one day and never was seen again. He never went back down south. So that means the same way they took him from Philly the first time, they came back and took his ass again. But that time, never heard from hmm. him again. And well, I'm he sure- did it right the second time. <laughs> that what you're telling me? Right. And he got his ass right the second time. Exactly. Oh. Final thoughts. Zay Major. Final thoughts. Man, we need to fight for change. There's a lot of shit out here wrong. There's mm-hmm. a lot of bad things that's happening in our world, but if we don't start fighting for change, none of this shit is going to change at That's all. Some this shit gonna work. It's, it's too much wrong shit happening out here to, to, to individual people that well, it shouldn't be happening to. Since day one, I've been planning to take over the world. Yeah. I got a plan. I know how to do it. So if I come up missing, you know why. <laughs> so check this out, y'all. My, look, my final thought is a little bit different. Um, so... I have um, some club members out west, which I call my extended family because that's what they are. Um, their family member was a landlord of mine when I stayed in a certain area, whatever the case may be. His son was murdered by someone he knew, mm. which they lived in Mississippi. They went to Michigan together, and this dude shot him in the back of the head, so he executed him. Dang. Um, with that being said... I just want to send my condolences out to my extended family and my old landlord, Mr. Butler. And y'all got to be mindful of the people y'all call y'all friends because these motherfuckers ain't no shit. He took him from Mississippi to Michigan. For what reason, I don't know. But I felt like it was planned because you didn't just do no shit like that. But I know it's like way off subject, but that shit been sitting on my mind because it's, you know what I'm saying, it's fucked up. And people call people their friends every day. And I got a kid. So the dude that died, that, that got killed, was 31. But the dude that killed him was 22. They got him, but they still don't have a motive for why he did it. You know what I'm saying? So just be mindful of the motherfuckers you call your friends. And shit, you got to do the same thing with family, too. Because half of them motherfuckers, even blood don't make you related. Loyalty do. Remember that shit. Shit, evilness is real. Because a lot of this, a lot of evil motherfuckers out here. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, it's real fucked up. Yeah, that's salty, man. That's salty, man, man, man. Mm-hmm. Man, oh, man. And that, that was his, my and that, whole final thought right there. And, but, was, and not to mention, that was his only son. Yeah, man. 
his only son, his firstborn, his only son, and he went to Michigan to go see his child, and they wouldn't even let him in the hospital to see him. Mm-mm-mm. So it's fucked up. Man, I understand your purpose. The difficult thing where we at today is you don't even understand the purpose of anything that's transpiring. Today. I don't understand. Re- there is no reason. There's no rhyme or reason for anything that's transpiring. Let me tell you why I, you don't understand. Because if you understood, you would be just as crazy as a person that's doing the shit. That's why you don't understand. Because I feel the same you know, way. But, you know. I, like that. I, I try so hard to everything that I do to have a purpose behind it. Even when I talk to my child, my children, I explain things to them with a purpose. I give them a reason. I give them a cause. I give them an effect. I give them an understanding. What's amazing to me today is that part, people just out here living mm-hmm. and killing and people out here dying. And so much of it, it has no reason. Right. And we tend to lose that. And it's getting it's getting exhausting because you, and under that pretense, you don't even know what to protect yourself from. You don't know how to protect yourself in that aspect. And it's difficult. Just how a motherfucker feel that day. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. There's no purpose. So everybody, man, stop living for a purpose. Stop living for a reason. My final thought is have a purpose for being. Yeah. Have a reason. Everything he and I do together, we do with a purpose. We do with a reason. It's nothing just out of the blue. And people need to start having that in themselves, man. Have some type of purpose for your life. Have some type of purpose for your being. You know, that's my final thought for today. For sure. I, I, I agree with all of you. I don't have anything additional to add. And with that being said, K. Karen don't have nothing to say. God damn. What time is it? She know she ain't that handy, y'all. What y'all? What y'all? What y'all? What y'all? What y'all?